Welcome to the Homebody Podcast. My name is Mary Grace, and here we explore big questions in embodied ways. These conversations intersect the mystical, the practical, and the artful, bridging a range of topics such as astrology, creative practices, what healing can look like, and cultivating deep love and care for the more-than-human world. We not only want to live better, but live more fully, with more connection, courage, and creativity in our day-to-day lives and work. And this podcast asks, what are the ways we can do that? We hope to enliven you and inspire you towards possible regenerative futures, and we hope to encourage you so together we can become dynamic agents of beauty, fully awake, fully alive to all that life has for us. We want to be here for ourselves and for one another with more grace while making room for curiosity, sensitivity, hope, and joy. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a few moments to share it with someone else. And thank you so much for listening. think of a more virtuous act than the gesture of listening. And I'm not interested in virtuosity as a way of talking about what is pure or moral, a couple of words that make my insights cringe, but virtuous as inward power, potency, queerness, reciprocity. The gesture of listening is a gesture of leaning in. It has become the subject of both my art practice and the research of others who lovingly lean in. I'm thinking of listening not just as the precursor for translating vibrations, but as a way of being together, moving together like walking antennas, sensing for what we know and don't know in no particular order. Listening is so much more than hearing. It's an act of care and attention with our whole self. We tune ourselves to our surroundings when we listen, to the human and the more than human. Less about judgment and more about harmonizing. On a practical level, hearing is the initial alert system that can serve to protect our bodies. If a sound is unfamiliar, we're triggered to look in that direction. And we don't trust our ears until we see the source. In this way, sight engenders our truth. This is surely a gift to our survival, but it makes me curious. What if we were to carefully pause in sound alone as a practice, a practice of sitting in those murky waters? What if we could grow more comfortable there? And what do we have to learn from the unknown? I'm thinking of the part of the brain responsible for sorting and controlling. What if that part of our brain could take a rest? Could we be more easily reminded that we don't necessarily need more knowledge because we are 
in fact, knowledge. I believe listening can be just one strategy towards an emergent togetherness, one that is rooted in love but is not necessarily about love. And by that, I mean we are already teaching without speaking. We are already dancing without moving. As Ayana Elizabeth Johnson so profoundly asks, what if we get it right? We are together, let us be together. In the book, The Living Mountain, Nan Shepherd wonders how the earth sees itself. And that makes me wonder how the earth hears itself, how she listens for herself. When Mary Grace, one of my dearest friends and longtime collaborators, invited me to speak on my love of listening here on the podcast, I knew I wanted to include something like a score for listening. Not exactly a guided meditation, but more prompts to take with you. So I invite you to listen to my score first, then take whatever you remember from that score out for a walk, a sound walk. That term is not my own. Sound walks were originally formed in the 70s by a group of sound artists. And around that same time, deep listening was another coined term that Pauline Oliveros defined as listening in every possible way to everything possible to hear, no matter what you are doing. Oliveros so beautifully writes, infinity equals zero. I could love listening. I could listen to me listening. I could perform my listening. I could be my listening. Every time I read about sound walks, I'm thrilled to spread the word. Those who weave sound walks throughout their lives don't take the same sound walk twice. In fact, if with a group of sound walkers, it's important to allow the dynamic to shape the event rather than have any one leader. So I'd like to invite you to take a sound walk either alone or with a partner as you move through space, your body steps into the breath of the universe. And what if, instead of busy thoughts, you were to pull all that momentum towards the act of listening? Listening already pulls what's outside of your body inside. And by performing a sound walk, you're engaging with those sounds, dancing with those sounds, maybe allowing the unknown to delight you. Before you take a sound walk, I thought we could practice listening here. For the next few minutes, you'll be hearing a track of compiled recordings I captured on my phone. There are moments in this track where you'll be listening to a single recording of mine, either a track of the rain or my footsteps. There's even some glitchy technology moments in there. But at other times, you'll be hearing a layering of different recorded sounds from different times. It's likely you won't really know the difference because you have no visual reference. So I invite you to just practice listening here. Practice the joy of listening.
as promised, a listening score for your next sound walk. Feel free to pick and choose any of these prompts along your way. Count how many sounds you hear. Are you sure you're hearing everything there is to hear? Now, closely survey the textures of sounds as your feet wander. For a moment, feel what it's like to hear all those individual sounds you counted, but instead, this time, as one textured, dense, and sustained soundscape. Notice how you move when you are listening. Notice why you move when you are listening. Notice what you move when you are listening. Observe the soundscape of right now. How is it changing right now? How do those transitions feel in the cells of your body? As you turn around to walk home, find a sound and hold it in your memory as long as you possibly can. Thank you for participating in this conversation with us. If you enjoyed the episode, please take a few moments to subscribe to the show, leave us a review, and share the episode. These tiny tasks help our independent podcast so much. Be sure to also check out the links below to learn more about any free resources, guests, or things we talked about today. Our intro and outro music was created by artists Aaron Palovic and Jared Kelly. Our podcast logo was created by Elaine Stevenson, and this show is produced by Softer Sound Studio. Thank you for being here. Be well. Peace. Peace.